0: Hi, this is Anne Mary Mullane for Sunday to Sunday Witness. I would like to introduce you to a four episode mini series by Father Matt Pennington, the pastor of the Nativity of Our Lady Catholic Community in San Luis Obispo, California. Father Matt is also featured on a Sunday to Sunday video episode that you may enjoy from our website.
1: I'm friendly with a couple who have a country house up in the mountains and they invited me to come and spend a few days with them there this last summer. And when I got up on the first morning after having spent the night, my friend Juliet said that she would make my breakfast. She said, I'll I'll make you an omelet. So the kitchen in this cabin is set up in such a way that there's an island in the middle of the kitchen that has the cooktop and a chopping area, and then it sort of rises up and extends into a bar. So you can sit at the bar and talk to and watch the person who's actually cooking the meal for you there. Now, I know that most of you tonight are going to say to me that an omelet is the easiest thing in the world to cook. But I have personally never cooked an omelet or, or anything else for that matter. But nevertheless, as, as someone who doesn't cook, I have to tell you that, that cooking to me is akin to magic. You know, it's just magical to me that you can put ingredients together and that somehow it turns into something that you would want to consume or, or even look at. You know, it's just, it's amazing to me. So, so I was fascinated by this process of her cooking this omelet, okay? The whole thing interested me. I, I was watching her, she whipped the eggs, she poured them into this, this skillet, and she took a spatula and she would sort of poke at the edges of it, you know, as she would go around. I have no idea why she did that, but somehow she was getting information from the object, you know, as she would sort of poke at this thing. And then at some point in this process, she walked over to the refrigerator and she opened it up and she looked inside as if she had never set eyes on the contents inside of it. And she looked around and she selected a block of cheese. And she grated a little bit of this cheese and she sprinkled it over the egg mixture. And then she went back to the refrigerator and she sort of scanned it and looked around again and then she took out some scallions, Chop, 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 chop. She put those inside. Then she went back, a little spinach, a little tomato. She poked at it a few more minutes and then at some magical, undefinable moment, she took that spatula and she flipped it and she took the handle of that frying pan, and she slid that perfect omelet onto my plate. Delicious. It wasn't at all the way it is on the cooking shows, right? When you watch the cooking shows, it's all very organized, right? They have everything measured and planned out, right? It's all pre-chopped and pre-organized, and it goes together at a certain time. There was a a randomness, a kind of a spontaneity to the way she made that dish. It, it seemed to me that that in her mind, whatever was in that refrigerator would be sufficient. That, that she hadn't really planned it out, she didn't know what she was going to put in there, but somehow, whatever she had in there would be enough. And that's what I want to talk about tonight. Famous story. Probably one of the most three famous stories Bible stories ever. You could probably tell me the story without looking at the book. Jesus goes up to this mountain and multiplies bread and fish to feed 5,000 people. Now this is an allegorical story. There's a message. And the message that you need to take away from this story is that not only did he feed the 5,000, but that there was more than they needed. That If you got that, you got the whole story. There was more than they could consume. And the image there and the application is that with Jesus there will always be more. There will always be more compassion. There will always be more hope. There will always be more forgiveness. There will always be more love. There will always be more infinite possibilities. Okay? There will always be more. The kingdom of heaven will be more than you imagine it to be. In your life right here on earth, God, your relationship with God, will always be more than you could possibly imagine it. But the interesting thing to me about the story, or what I've been thinking about this last week, is that Jesus is the person who always uses whatever is at his disposal to perform the miracle. Did you notice? He's on this mountaintop. There's 5,000 hungry people. He's the son of God. He could have rained down manna from heaven. He could have sent an army of angels to that mountaintop. in and out burgers for everyone, right? But he doesn't do that. He says, what do I have? A few pieces of bread, a couple of fish, great, bring it. And he multiplies those items into enough to feed 5,000 people. He goes to a wedding at Cana, and they run out of wine. And he says, well, what do you have? Well, we have these empty stone jars, and we have water. Fill the jars with water, and let's go. He finds a man that is born blind, and he reaches down, and he takes dirt from their feet and uses his own spit to make this, this paste, and he rubs it into the man's eyes, and he heals him. Jesus is never saying, you know, I don't have exactly what I need in order to do this right now. I left the book over there, or I need this ingredient, or I'm looking for this. He always looks around him, he sees what's available, and he makes that serve his purpose. Now, I think that's very significant, and I think it is not at all the way we think or the way we live, because we are always thinking about what we don't have. We're obsessed with what is not in existence in our lives right now. And you know what I'm talking about, right? How many times have you had a conversation with someone in which you were expressing your desire or your need and it all hinged upon you winning the lottery? (laughs) There's always something. If only we had that house. If only we had that car, you know, if only I had that job, if only I had that money, if only this person would die, then I could be happy. And then I would be able to get all the things that I'm needing in order to achieve my goals and my desires. And what I'd like to suggest to you tonight is that you already have everything you need. Right now, intellectually, spiritually, physically, financially, you have all that you need in order to fulfill your greatest desires, especially if you have your faith. Because if you have your faith, you are connected to the greatest force of energy in the universe. You are connected to God in whom all things are possible. I'm going to say that again. If you have your faith, you are connected to God in whom all things are possible. Are possible. Like a lamp. We have a bulb, shade, wiring, a base. But it needs electricity in order to illuminate the room. God is the electricity. God is the power in your life that is going to use who you are and what you have right now to achieve your goals and your dreams. So what do you want right now? What do you want other than for me to be quiet? I would be willing to bet you that right at this moment, you possess everything you require in order for you to achieve your greatest dreams and desires. And not only your dreams and desires, but more than you dream and you desire.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode from the homilies of Father Matt Pennington. His homilies provoke reflection, inspire, and entertain. If you would like to hear more from him, you could visit his website called Podcast People at com. A link to Podcast People is also included in our show notes. Thank you. This is Anne-Mary Mullane for Sunday to Sunday Witness from Kearney, New Jersey.